Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Wow. The Toronto Raptors hammer the Golden State Warriors tonight, 113-93, in a game they they, uh, controlled throughout tonight. Uh, The Toronto Raptors have swept the season series now from Golden State. Welcome, Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson to Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And this was supposed to be a game in which the Warriors avenged that loss to Toronto, J.D., uh, but even without Kawhi Leonard, Toronto came in here and and dominated the Warriors pretty much. Impressive, impressive performance from the Warriors. And I'll go back to the game on November 29th in Toronto because it, really, to me, it's a tale of what happened tonight versus what happened that night. And you look at what happened that night. The Warriors don't have Curry. They don't have Draymond Green. The Raptors are playing at full strength. They build a big lead, but the Warriors come back because Durant's going nuts, 51 points, sends the game into overtime. But the Raptors end up winning the game. But the Warriors played so well shorthanded that it leads you to think, okay, well, the Raptors are going to have a hard time with the Warriors once the Warriors have everybody back in place. Now you fast forward to tonight, and the Warriors have Curry and Thompson and Draymond Green and Kevin Durant all in the fold. We find out 90 minutes before the game that Kawhi Leonard's not going to play, and you're thinking, well, based on what we saw two weeks ago, the Warriors are going to handle the Raptors tonight. But it just wasn't the case at all, and and I think you got to give Toronto credit, Matt, but I think you also have to say that they put the Warriors a little bit on notice tonight by coming into their building and hammering the Warriors when the Warriors are at as close to full strength as they've been all year. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, do any alarms go off for you after this game? Is that an overreaction? You tell me. Uh, the Raptors have now beaten the Warriors twice this season. They broke a 13-game losing streak here at Oracle Arena. I thought the best player on the floor tonight was Kyle Lowry. Uh, he, he played extremely well, and and I think Steph Curry maybe played his worst game of the season. He was 3-for-12, 2-for-8 from three-point range. He turned the ball over four times. But he wasn't the only Warrior who wasn't very good. Draymond wasn't very good. Clay was not very good. Durant was the only player tonight, uh, JD, who who resembled himself really. And he had his uh, he had thirty points on thirteen for twenty two. He had some bad turnovers he too. Did. He in, did in the game tonight. And you're right. He was the guy that was most like himself. I thought Kyle Lowry really set a tone early. And the Raptors are a different team when he makes shots. When he's efficient, when he's a 50% shooter or better, the Raptors become really extra tough. When, When he's a volume shooter and he's missing shots, he'll have a tendency to take some bad shots too, which I think can really help a team like the Warriors get on a roll. But tonight... He set the tone early, and the Raptors, I mean, you just look up and down their roster, they're deep. They have they don't yeah. have a lot of uh, guys that can't play when no. you look uh, up and down that roster. And for the Warriors, it's just it's a night where they don't have it. Curry, uh, 3 for 12. He hits 2 of 8 from 3. I mean, it, 
he's been shooting seven of fourteen for three, basically yep. for the entire season. And Clay Thompson doesn't knock down a three. Uh, the, the flip side to hey, the Raptors are pretty good when Kyle Lowry makes shots. When the Warriors struggle, it's typically two things: it's turnovers and it's not making three point shots. If it's you know, also can be an attention to detail on defense. But tonight it was just they didn't make shots. And they turned it over far too much. Yeah, if you look at every category, the, the Raptors shot better than them from the field. They shot better than the Warriors from three-point range. They shot better from the foul line. They out-rebounded the Warriors. They turned the ball over less. Uh, so you can see why uh, the Raptors won tonight's ball game and, and won it going away. And I think you're right, J.D. I mean, you look at the contributions. They had five guys in double figures. Uh, all the starters were in double figures. And then you look at the, the subs, and everybody gave them a little something. Uh, whether it was Ananobi, Valanchunas got hurt, but he had six points in seven minutes. I thought DeLon Wright was pretty good. Even Greg Monroe got in uh, at a time when the game was still 12-14. He needed a couple of minutes yeah, from him. Yeah, and he, he, he was able to, to score down in the low post. I think that's the part that, uh, that, that makes you think, huh, maybe the Warriors need Cousins. Maybe he's not just a luxury. Maybe they need him because the Warriors... I mean, they got pounded inside tonight. You mentioned Valanchunas. He left the game after he got hit uh, from Draymond Green. Draymond swiped down at his left arm, and it wound up being a left thumb dislocation. Now, Valanchunas was in a lot of pain. He didn't come back in the ball game. I thought maybe... Draymond had broken Valanchunas's arm uh, or his wrist. It winds up being a dislocated thumb. And on the Warriors' side, just catching up on a couple of injuries, Sean Livingston. Yes, Golden State played without Andre Iguodala tonight for the second consecutive game. Livingston, a pelvic contusion. He is day-to-day for now. Day-to-day for now with the Warriors, that's safe to say I wouldn't expect him to play Friday night in Sacramento and, and maybe a game or two beyond that. Yeah, no uh, – uh, when, when it comes to day-to-day for Livingston, that, that usually is a week. And, and as one of the older players, uh, you know, the Warriors obviously are very uh, cautious with him. Uh, let's go to uh, – let's go to the fans. And when we go to the fans – it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Let's go to Rob in San Bruno. What's going on, Rob? What's going on? Hey. Hey, um, what's going on? I feel like it's the same thing with the Warriors. It's, it's, they got they got pounded in the glass. Sergio, Serge Ibaka outplayed Draymond, period. They got abused inside. And then with the, what's been a thing with the Warriors this year, if they hit their threes, they'll win. If they're not hitting threes, and getting beat up on the glass, they're not going to win. It don't matter who's on floor with them. They they need DeMarcus Cousins or they need to sign another big. They're missing a JaVale McGee to give you that five minutes or ten minutes of a few shot blocks. Because right now, teams are just going straight at the Warriors, off the dribble, getting officer rebounds. Even, even what's his name? Y'all just, y'all just said his name. Junis? Um, he oh, Monroe. He's been trash like the last five seasons. Not against the Warriors he hasn't been. He's always playing well against the Warriors. He had he had a couple hook shots. He threw him a, a couple posts, a couple isos in a post. I'm like, when the last time a team really did that for Monroe? So I feel like the Warriors, it's, that's, that's going to be a problem. You can't continue 
to get beat up in the inside. These are these are the this is the NBA with professional players, and you're not going to hit all your threes every single game. Not even the great stuff. And Clay can do that on a consistent basis. So I'm, I feel like even when Cousins come back, I think they got to get another big that can help him help them secure rebounds because they got beat up tonight. And Serge Ibaka made Draymond like a like a 12 minute on the bench tonight. Well, for the call, Rob, yeah, to, to follow up on your point, uh, points in the paint, Raptors 58, Warriors 40. It was a 20-point ball game, and they were uh, 29 for 46 uh, in the paint, which is over 60%. And I'll tell you so, another uh, thing: the, the the Raptors beat the Warriors in, in fast break points they too, twenty five to twelve, and a lot of those points in the paint were coming on the break, and and I think coming by virtue of the turnovers. Now again, only seventeen points technically off the nineteen turnovers, but anytime you're turning it over, it just sets a bad tone in terms of the opposition being able to get out and run and and. More so than maybe even finishing those specific plays, when a team can get out and run off of turnovers, I just think it gives them confidence. No doubt, they they play at a higher level. They play at a more confident level that they can beat you on that given night. I think that actually leads to to shot making too, and in, in other areas. Yeah, and I, I get the the temptation to maybe uh, try not to put some stock into this into this game tonight. But the reality is, if you're Toronto, this is a big win. Uh, to come in here and to blow out the Warriors, to hold them to 93, which is the fewest amount of points the Warriors have had at Oracle Arena, to lead start to finish. Second game of a back-to-back exactly. That's another. Yeah, that's another point. So they went into L.A., hammered the Clippers. They came in here. They hammered the Warriors. But on the heels of of their win in Toronto, remember we were saying, huh, I wonder how good Toronto feels about this win because the Warriors came back without Curry, without Draymond. And we were calling that a, a, one of the few times in the Steve Kerr era. We were calling that a good loss for the Warriors. I think uh, if that, that's a good loss, I think you have to put tonight in the category of a horrible loss. I yeah. really do. I mean, it's so rare, Matt, that there's a game where the Warriors have all four guys. Right. And play as poorly as they did tonight in this building. They never made a run. They never made one run. I think the closest they got it was 12. Yeah, 12 or 14. 12 or 14. Because I remember looking up and just saying, okay, well, they got it to 14. But it never went any lower than that, which is... uh, which is unusual. And the Warriors won the third quarter as well. They were down, what, 16 at halftime. Right. And they actually quietly won the third quarter, even though it felt like they they stole it basically at the end. The Raptors had kind of dominated the, the, the quarter. But the Warriors won that quarter, but then the Raptors pushed it out right at the start of the fourth quarter again. And Steve Kerr brought Stephen Curry back yeah. in, I want to say, with nine, nine and a half to go. Yeah, with over and nine. In an attempt to try and make a run, knowing that if the run didn't come, he was probably going to pull him within the next four or five minutes. And, and that's ultimately what happened. The, the Warriors went back to Durant, went back to everybody, and the Raptors put him away again yep. in that four-minute stretch there of the fourth quarter to where – Steve Kerr called the timeout with a little over five minutes to go, and he waved the white flag. Yeah, and he rarely does that. That's one of the worst losses, I think, of the core four era right. I mean, for I'm this team. trying to think last year, didn't I, like when Charlotte came in here with Dwight Howard and beat the Warriors. That, that, but that was without Curry. Yeah. That, that was without Curry. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of the, yeah, me the, too. the worst losses. Of the, I mean, the San Antonio game, the very first night that Durant was here, right, right. Uh, is one that stands out. Uh, I mean, there, there's... 
it, it seems like all of those came when they were playing severely shorthanded. 888-957-9570 is the number. You're listening to Warrior Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Steinmetz and John Dickinson with you after the Golden State Warriors get beat tonight. 113-93 to to the Toronto Raptors. It was a game where they were never really in it. And Toronto just kept their foot on the gas pedal all night and then one going away. 888-957-9570, the number. Let's go out to, uh, let's go to Colette. He's leaving Oracle. What's up, Colette? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Hey. So, Steiny, you you've seen me at these games before a lot. When have you ever seen me sit inside the club for almost the entire first half before going out to watch? Yeah, I don't know the game? what. What I, were you I, doing? I, well, I kind of had a sense that this was going to happen because you know I'm going to hearken you back a little bit because I'm going to try to parallel this game to something before I say what I got to say. Do you remember that one year when they played the Lakers? It was, I believe, a Sunday matinee game, and they got absolutely hammered and schooled by a team that had no business in beating them because they had gone out and partied. Oh, uh, the game in L.A.? On birthday. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Well, before I even walked in here, I had a feeling this was going to happen because I know for a fact that a lot of these guys were at the Childish Gambino concert last night. <laughs> I had heard that, too. You know, that's... And, uh, you know, and, you know, because I know people, you know, and he, I'm not going to mention names or who they are, you know, they were partying pretty hard, you know, last night. And so my, I had no interest in going in there because I had a gut feeling that that was going to happen. So I sat in there almost the entire first half expecting, you know, exactly what we saw. They weren't in that game. They had no energy. They looked lackadaisical. Their, their focus wasn't there. The turnovers were atrocious. You know, guys were getting picked that had no business getting picked that normally aren't, you know, getting stripped the way that they were. There was, they had no energy or effort whatsoever in that entire game, and it parallels that Lakers game exactly like that because, you know what, sometimes you go out, you have a little bit of too much of a good time, and this is the result that ends up happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I must have been. Thanks for the call, Colette. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we get to know the ushers and the security people around here. And uh, I, I'd heard that, too, that some Warriors were at the concert last night. Uh, I also know that there probably have been plenty of games that they played very well uh, nights after you know, having some fun. Real so, quick, yeah. March 6th, 2016. That's is, the game Khaled was talking about? the game Khaled was talking about. The Warriors lost at Staples Center 112-95 to the Lakers. The loss... The Warriors were fifty-five and five coming into the game, and they lost. Wow. The Lakers were thirteen and fifty-one. Wow! <laughs> and, the could... La- and the Lakers blew them out on a, on a, it. Was a, one of those ABC twelve thirty games, right? Right? On right? A Sunday afternoon. That's right. Let's go to Eric. Eric's in Rose City. Rose City. Where? No, Red, Redwood City. Redwood. Oh, Redwood City. Redwood City. Are you in Portland? I was going to say you're from yeah. uh, Portland, <laughs> but also, uh, also formerly known as uh, Eric in Sacramento. JD might know of me. And uh, I am a Kings fan, so I'm kind of un- coming from an unbiased opinion on this, but I am a DeMarcus Cousins well, a fan, I guess we'll call it, since he was with Sacramento for eight years. But uh, 
I'm I'm of one belief. I mean, this is the craziest of all hot takes. But if you want to say team, I'd say Toronto is probably the best team in the NBA. And this is crazy to say that, but you know that all of Toronto's biggest wins this year have all happened when Kawhi has not even played. I mean, yeah, they're they, seven and one with him out. Yeah, and they and last night, by the way, they played the Clippers. The Clippers were seventeen and nine going into last night's game. Clippers are no pushover. They lost by thirty to the team without Kawhi. Tonight we thought Kawhi might play. They were up by twenty six at one point. They blew him out. The game in Toronto, Kawhi didn't play right, and they they look great. I mean, this team is so deep, so good. And if they have home home court advantage in the in the NBA Finals, if they get that far, that might be dangerous to even a a, a team with a Boogie Cousins who you know who could blow up at any moment. But I think the I don't want to say mistake, but I am surprised they they essentially let JaVel McGee kind of walk over to L.A. And look at L.A. L.A. is now 18-10. and 10. Of course, LeBron James, yes, yes, yes. But they're 18-10. and 10. They have JaVel McGee to start. They have Tyson Chandler off the bench. They have two established veteran big men that know what they're doing, control the paint, like the previous caller said, can get blocked shots. They know what they were doing. I don't think I've seen enough progression from Looney, and obviously Jones is out for a long time. The interior, man, it is a, if they're not hitting their threes, they're one of the worst interior teams in the NBA. They really are. I mean, it's just, Cousins is going to help, but I don't know if he's the answer. That's all I'm going to say. All right, guys. Thank, thanks. Appreciate the call. I, I mean, I said this a couple weeks ago, and listen, last year the Warriors at the five had JaVale McGee, Zaza Pachulia, and David West. This year they have Looney, Jordan Bell, and Damian Jones, and now Damian Jones is gone. So – Obviously, they're waiting on Cousins. If Cousins comes back and he's eighty percent, I think they're they're going to be fine. Uh, but if if you know if Cousins weren't in the picture, I think there'd be more concern about uh, about what's going on. I think there'd be big time concern, but yeah. I also think there would be another wing player and probably another big on this. Well, roster. that's true because they would. have. If you don't yeah. have Cousins, you would have another big. That's Maybe true. not Javale McGee specifically, but you'd have somebody yeah. uh, as Damian Jones insurance, and you'd also have, I think, what the Warriors. We talked about this in Warriors live before the game when I joined you and Guru. I still think the Warriors might wind up being a wing short for a playoff run, and the Raptors have a bunch of players that they just have a bunch of guys that. That, that all can play, that are all kind of long, and, and you, you, you want, I think, another wing in that mix that you really trust. Yeah, let's go to Sebastian. Sebastian wants everybody to relax. What's up, Sebastian? Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah. You know what? I, I saw the game tonight, and it was a tough loss. But, you know, to quote Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X, Warrior Nation, because if you take any starting all-star – from any team in the NBA, and you expect them to have a successful record like the Warriors have had, our season hasn't even started yet. It really hasn't. The, the, what key piece of the puzzle is missing? Cousins. And we'll be fine. You're talking about Cousins. That's right, Cousins. Gotcha. He is, he's, our miss, he's our big missing piece. Man, I mean, you got four all-stars, and then you, you got to have that fifth one. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I get where Sebastian's coming no, from. No, he's right. I mean, I he's mean, right. He, he's going to be a nice add for this team. There's no doubt about it. But this team has done some things with the four All-Stars and the rest of a supporting cast. Yeah. And I know Iguodala didn't play tonight, and I know Livingston ended up getting hurt tonight. But 
the Warriors, it's got to look a little better than this. Oh, no doubt. No it's got to look better than this when you have everybody. And yeah. look, it, it, this might be, you know, if they play 20 games in a row with, with this core, they might go 18-2 and two and tonight's one of the two and then you throw it away. Right. But anytime this team loses with those four guys playing, you almost can't count DeMarcus Cousins until you actually get him in the mix. Right. I think is my point. Anytime you lose at home and you get blown out when you have those four, and it's against a team that maybe you could face down the line, that's more than nothing. That's more than nothing. That's something where you got to look at it a little bit more closely. And look, I'm the king of, hey, this game doesn't matter, and that game doesn't matter, and these guys are out. Tonight's one you actually got to take a look at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, you got to take your hat off to the Raptors. They were, they were really look, good tonight. If the Warriors play the Raptors in the finals, I still think the Warriors are going to win, even if they don't have home court advantage. Which I think the caller earlier brought up that point, which is a key point in that you know the Warriors they slip another game behind Toronto. They're twenty three and seven versus nineteen and ten. So that that's three and a half games. And now they don't have the tiebreaker. I know the Warriors are always more concerned about getting home court in the West, but we saw last year when they played Houston, the home court extended that series to a seventh game to where the Warriors had to eventually go win it. All right, we come back. We're going to hear from Warriors point guard Steph Curry, who may have had his worst game of the year. Be interesting to hear what he has to say. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. They got veterans over there. I mean, I don't understand what you mean. A young team. They got champions over there. Denny Green, Kawhi Leonard. Um, you got guys that played in big playoff games like Serge Ibaka and Kyle Lowry, Jonas Valanciunas. You got young players. They got a great mix of veterans and young players. Um, they got a new coach, but the leaders of that team have been through some wars, so I wouldn't call them a young team or I won't say them beating us two times is going to give them extra confidence. They've been balling before that, and, uh, and they're going to be balling after they beat us, so... They're not an up-and-coming team. They're here. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. KD, paying the Raptors respect, saying they, they're they here. That's You don't hear the Warriors say they, they're not the most complimentary team uh, of their opponents, but I think, I think the Raptors caught their attention yeah, tonight. Yeah, I think they absolutely did, and they beat them for a second time. And, 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 look, the Warriors know. This is the thing. Like, we can throw it around and say, well – you know, Warrior, the Raptors gave them a hard time. This team gives them a hard time. This other team, they play better against whatever. Inside that locker room, those guys know how difficult it really was and how much of it was them right. versus how much of it was the other team. So when Kevin Durant says that, that makes me think that in that locker room, sure, the Warriors know they can play a lot better and they know they're going to get Iguodala back and they're going to get Cousins at some point in time. But to hear Kevin Durant say that, that makes me think that inside that locker room tonight, the thought is it's more about what the Raptors did, or at least as much about what the Raptors did than what the Warriors didn't do. The Raptors put it on them. Yeah, they did. Uh, tonight's play of the game is brought to you by Putnam Auto. Visit Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame, featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV, or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. 
Durant the middle floor behind the back dribble. Pulls up down the lane to the rim. Dunked it over Ibaka. His former teammate reaching out with a right arm. All right, there it is. So tomorrow at 10.30, a lucky caller. When John Dickinson and Matt Kolsky call for the play of the game, make sure you uh, call in. And if you're the lucky caller and say the play of the game, you win $100. That was a nice dunk. Yes, it was. I mean, it was... It was That's one of the better ones I, I agree. I in mean, recent it, memory. If, if it was coming out of his hand a little, it looked like he was going to do a little bit of a half hook, and then he just threw it down. It was... That was impressive, yeah. very impressive, and the lead up to it as well. Yeah, that's true. We, the you know behind the back and get that was yeah great stuff. Uh, all right, Steph Curry maybe played his uh, worst game of the season tonight. We haven't seen that very much. Uh, let's go listen to Steph Curry, and he was first asked uh, maybe why the Warriors seem to struggle against a team uh, that's that's pretty good. Oh, it's surprised we don't play well. It's a tough feeling. Uh, Came out with the right intentions. Uh, didn't make shots early in the game. I think it affected our our energy a little bit. Uh, we we tried to talk our way through it, but um, you know they they played well. They played aggressive. They got into us early. Kind of set the tone for the game. And uh, every time we tried to get over the hump, there's either a, a turnover or a, or a defensive lapse uh, that you know gave them some more momentum. So. It's one of those nights. It's tough. They're obviously a great team, uh, but we we know we can play better. Uh, I personally can play better, and you know, long season. How many of your misses do you feel like were like well contested, well defended? How many do you just feel like were, you should have made? Just you know. I mean, I honestly feel like I should make all of them. It doesn't really matter as long as it doesn't get blocked. It's just uh, didn't really have rhythm um, for whatever reason. And again, it's one of those. First half, they hit shots and they played aggressive, but uh, most of our open looks didn't go down. And we obviously know how to play through that, but tonight it just didn't didn't click. K KD kept us, you know, somewhat close in the third quarter with his effort, but we all got to be better. Um, and obviously, no matter if shots go in or not, our defense has to be, uh, you know, what what saves us in those type of nights, and that's not what happened tonight. Steph, uh, speaking of the defense, you guys gave up 58 points in the paint and seemed like more layups than your opponents usually get. What what led to that, do you think? What caused the defense to not be? I mean, some, some were just mental lapses. Uh, I think for the most part, the way that they play, they space the floor and they have they like, like to drive and kick, and sometimes you're hesitant to pull over and help in the paint because you don't want to give up open threes. But if – when we're at our best, we, we can cover pretty much everything. We can cover the drives. We can f- fly around and, and contest three-point shots. Um, but just mental laps early, they, they took advantage of. We couldn't offensively combat that and then you know end up losing by 20. Steph, when you just look at the field here, what do you think makes Toronto unique just in regards to the rest of the teams in the East? They got a little bit of everything. Uh, uh, Athletic, you know, wings and bigs that can shoot threes and put the ball on the floor. Uh, we know Kyle Lowry's a, a great player. Obviously, when Kawhi plays, I know what he's about. But they're just, you know, pretty well-rounded. And, you know, they've shown different styles to win games. Tonight, they were obviously the better team. Um, and everybody seemed to have confidence and was playing off each other really well. Um, and on our end, we just didn't have it.
That's Steph Curry talking about tonight's ball game and the Warriors not having it. I think he's right. It's a, it's a very well-rounded Raptors team. They really are. And uh, and we heard Durant talk about it. They, they got a nice blend. They got a nice blend of, of veterans and young players. And guys that have won championships, yeah. which is something you really don't think of, but... I mean, I Kawhi Danny and Danny Green, Green was good tonight. He was good. Have done that, yep. and, and you know Steve Kerr mentioned that before the game. Just that trade, how basically in 2013, Danny Green would have been the MVP of the finals if San Antonio had been able to hang on to that game six. And I hadn't really thought about it that way, but he kind of characterized it as, "Hey, the Raptors got two guys that could have been back-to-back MVPs of the finals, right? In 13 and 14. Yeah, no doubt about it, and." uh uh, Kyle he kind of fell out of favor with the Spurs, it seemed. Danny Green? Yeah. It wasn't making shots. Yeah, it didn't it just, seem like he something played. Something was going on there. He didn't seem. He didn't play well, I didn't think, he's, in the series it, last year seems against like the Warriors. seems like he's almost gotten to a better place this year with them than he was maybe the last two years with San Antonio, which well, is – he's a good player when, he is a good when player. he's on. He's a good player. And, and you know what? He used to be an offensive liability. He's not really anymore. We saw him post up Curry. Uh, today and get a bucket. He's made, he makes threes when 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 he's in rhythm. Uh, I think Abaka too is is a, is kind of similar. He's playing better than he has the last couple years. Uh, he had twenty and twelve tonight. Uh, solid veteran. Lowry was good, and they can know, defend. They can. It's, it's a good team. They make you work team. for it. And the Warriors weren't hot. The Warriors weren't hot, and the Raptors made them work for it. And you add it up, and you know tonight was one of those nights where maybe you didn't want the Warriors to try and shoot 40, 45 <laughs> three-pointers because they weren't going in, no. and the Warriors shut it down to a tune of six for 26. The, the Raptors really, they ended up only making nine. Felt which, like they shot it a little better. I it, mean, it, it, I didn't think they were 50%, but... Uh, yeah, 32, but they only hit nine. Right. So this is a night where, you know, if the Warriors had hit 15, you right. know, this game might have been different. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The Warriors did turn it over 19 times, though, tonight. Uh, five for Durant, four for Draymond, and four also uh, for Steph Curry. And Warriors just uh, they were taken out of this game early. And, and what I keep coming back to, uh, J.D., is they just never made a run. Uh, all right, let's hear from Steve Kerr, and uh, we'll start out by – Relaying that he was asked what led to the high number of turnovers, which is 19. I thought they played really good defense, so I'll give them uh, the credit that they're due. And uh, and we also made a lot of careless uh, mistakes. Steve, you were so encouraged by the defense Friday in Milwaukee. Um, it seemed like it was uh, uncharacteristically forgiving tonight i mean what what led to that what did you guys not do on defense that you had been? uh we didn't really uh bring the level of intensity that we needed until the start of the third quarter um that was the first sign of uh, of life with our defense um but at that point we were swimming upstream uh we were just trying to get back in the game and uh i thought we had a chance to to get back into it right away and uh, we missed a couple shots we had had some open threes that that looked good didn't go in they came back down we lost uh, somebody on a back door they made a three and transitioned and got the lead right back to whatever it was so um you can't you can't wait until halftime against the team with the 
the best record in the league uh, to, to start defending. And I thought that's what happened tonight. We just didn't bring the requisite energy to, to begin the game. Steph, uh, very quiet, 3-12 tonight. How much of that was what they did to him? How much of it was him missing shots? Or what did you see? It's always him? always a combination. You know, you, you could – I'm sure we'll look at the tape and we'll see some shots that uh, – that Steph would normally hit, and we'll also see some excellent defense. Van Vliet picked him up full court, did a good job getting into him. Uh, so it's always a combination. Uh, you mentioned the team didn't bring the level of intens- intensity early in the game. Do you think guys relaxed a little bit knowing that their best player wasn't playing? Uh, no, I don't think that was the case. Um, uh, I just think... Um, we just didn't quite have it, you know. It's, uh, it's just one of those nights where you know you you would hope that uh, we'd be more engaged and more um, energetic playing against uh, this team, but um, we didn't bring it. And uh, I've got to do a better job um, preparing them to play and getting them to uh, ready to to get after it. Kind of along those lines, uh, Coach Nurse said before the game that sometimes when Kawhi's out kind of works to their advantage because their offense is a, a little more unpredictable. Did you feel that at all tonight? Uh, I don't know their team well enough to, to comment on their offense and whether it's predictable or not. I, I just think that uh, sometimes when uh, when your, your best player is out, um, it gives the other players more license to to play and to, to play with some freedom and uh, to um, be aggressive. And So I've seen that an awful lot so um, it didn't surprise me how well their other guys play they got a lot of good players is there a way to account for the general appearance that the other team was just a lot more aggressive over the course of the night for the most part sir is, is there a way to account for yeah, it I mean did you any ex- way to explain it uh, I, uh, I can't really explain it other than um, you know, it's uh, we're we're, ne- we're now in a place where uh, we're defending a, a title um, and defending sort of a, uh, a a mantle, you know, that we've had for uh, several years. And it's a different vibe. It's a different feeling than when you're on the climb. You know, like Toronto is. Uh, like Milwaukee is um, like we were a few years ago. It's a different feeling. It's a different vibe. It's harder to get up for each game. Um, and so there are certain nights where you can just feel it. You don't, you don't have that energy. And um, if, you, um, you know, if you've played in the NBA, if you've coached in this league, you, you understand it. If you followed it uh, closely, and as you have, um, you understand that. Um, it's not an excuse. It's just reality. Um, so we uh, we did not uh, we did not bring the, the required energy. Coach, uh, your team and the Raptors are expected to potentially be there at the end when it's all said and done. Is there an edge that a team comes away with when they if they do indeed sweep the the season series? I would think we would have the edge at this point now that uh, they've kicked our butts twice. So. I know that if that were to happen, we'd be ready to play. So that's a good thing. That's Steve Kerr. And you know what? Steve, he still has a little bit of he, Phil Jackson he's there. The nice, he's a nice guy, but he's just got that little – he's got an edge. Like it ticked him off. Yeah. 
Like, like just that notion like, of like no, the Raptors had something on him. Thank you. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like. He that didn't at like all. that, and he knows his team doesn't like that. Right. So right. if it is whatever it winds up being, May thirtieth, I believe. If I get that, I mean, God, we're so far away. I think May thirtieth is the first game in the game, NBA is finals. Game one of the NBA finals this year. <laughs> so you can start that countdown now. It is in fact May thirtieth. Okay. Uh, so whether that's you know north of the border and Johnny passports ready to roll. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. let's also uh, let's wait and see what happens. We haven't seen the Warriors play the Celtics yet. No, or we the, haven't. Or the, or the Sixers. Sixers. So it's, we're done with Milwaukee, right. and, and we're done looking at Toronto. So we were talking about how this might be the first year in quite a while where the second-best team in the league is from the Eastern Conference, and quietly the Warriors are 1-3 against the elite teams in the East, and we haven't seen that very much because they're, what did I say, they're 111-22 and 22 against the East coming in. Yeah, make it 111-23 and 23 yeah, so. at, at the end of the night tonight. And, man, you just look at the Western Conference – Houston, Minnesota, Utah. Think about this. Houston, Minnesota, Utah, San Antonio, the Pelicans, and the Blazers. Those were all playoff teams a year ago. None of those teams would be in the playoffs if they started right now. It's incredible, really. It really is incredible. And I think – I don't think all of them are going to make it, but I, I could see a couple – A couple. I think the Lakers are going to make it. I mean, you they, look at – De- and it's, I mean, the team Denver – didn't make it, right. they would be in now. The Clippers didn't make it, they would be in now. The Lakers didn't make it, right. they would be in now. Memphis didn't make it, they would be in. And Dallas and Sacramento didn't make it, and That's they would incredible. be in. So it's almost, so seven. other than the Warriors, other than the Warriors and the Thunder, it's, so it's there's six teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that currently would be in the playoffs, and there's six teams that, current, you know, it's, that we're in that wouldn't be in right now. Yeah. There's six the Warriors and the Thunder are the only two teams that made it last year that would be in currently. Right. And the Suns are the only team that didn't make it that also would fail to qualify. Yes. As they say. Yes. All right. But Sacramento's going to be fun on Friday night. It is. You know what? i I got to believe Sacramento's going to be jumping. That's going to be a big game for the Kings. That's one of the biggest games maybe in a decade. I think with that, they're fifteen and twelve. They beat Minnesota tonight. They hit nineteen or twenty three pointers. Hey, as crazy as it sounds, maybe it is a first round preview. I know I brought that up a month ago, and it seemed a little far fetched. A lot of Warrior fans like to make the trip True. to that new arena. Yep. I think Kings fans are going to be excited a Friday night. I think that's going to be a fun one, and I'm going to be down there for that game. I know you and Guru will have Warriors live, and then I think I'm going to slide over. Uh, from SAC and, and do the show with, with Guru, and then we'll be back with Warriors this week as well. All right, that's going to do it from Oracle Arena. The Warriors get beat 113-93. to Remember to uh, tune back in on Friday. That's a 7 o'clock start against the Sacramento Kings. Thanks for listening, everybody.